0: processes and find the right professionals to work with. In fact, everything that will enable you to become a successful property solopreneur. Hello, and welcome to the Property Solopreneur. And this week, it's all mindset. Now, if you're new to property or can remember being new, I bet like me, you'd wish you'd had a pound for every time someone banged on about mindset, you know, the chap at the front of the room or whatever, gang, it's your mindset, your mindset. Well, I do remember being very underwhelmed by the whole concept, It's it was all just a little bit too woo-woo for me because my view was you got up, you did the stuff and bingo, property portfolio built, fortune made end of. I mean, how much more difficult could it be? Because frankly, it was quite clear what you had to do in property to buy it and make it work for you. But over the years, as I've been mentoring, I run accountability groups and strategy days. I can really see the difference that mindset makes. Why? Well, because I have seen that actually anyone starting in property, no matter how clever or gifted or how many sort of Sort of bonuses they've had from a previous job. Fundamentally, everyone enters property knowing roughly nothing. It's a theory thing. You know the theory, but you've not done the practice. And until you've done the practice, you don't really know anything. And the problem is that as soon as people hit that first problem, you know, whether it's there aren't enough investors, oh my word, I've got no one to sell my deals to, or too many deals, or too few deals, it all starts to go wrong. And without mindset being absolutely there, they give up. A lot of people give up in the first year or in the first six months. But I notice that in my, as I say, in my accountability groups and mentoring, people with their mindset that's really in the right place, they encounter these problems too. It's, there's no way around it. But six months to a year later, they've overcome the problems. They know things will go right and you can see their growth happens quite quickly. So I take it all back. Mindset, it's not woo-woo. It's actually the missing piece of being able to run a business well and successfully. And that's partly because we don't work in a vacuum. And I've said this so many times, haven't I? We don't work in a vacuum because the marketplace moves. You know, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad for all sorts of different ways of doing property. Interest rates move. The government change rules. They change the rules sometimes without even telling us, and you suddenly discover that you're going to have to spend an awful lot of money on a property you're currently letting out very successfully just because um, Whitehall Mandarin has changed everything at a stroke of a pen. Now, if that happened to you, it could be devastating, and you have two choices. Your mindset's in the right place, and you go on, or you give up. And we don't want anyone to give up because it is such a game changer. So, mindset and its cousin money blocks. If you come across money blocks, well, there's suddenly something that you discover are absolutely vital to how you do your business. But money blocks, I'm going to do another time because they're absolutely fascinating. And today we're just doing mindset because I believe that's what gives you the backbone. You know, the ability to bounce back no matter what. Look around a room of property investors and I bet you'll find there are one or two people who seem to lurch from drama to drama, but they always come out on top. And you should take inspiration from them because clearly they've got something going right in their mindset. Now, I suddenly thought about this when I was at uh, this weekend, I, I it was the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. I found myself going to church uh, in a marquee on a rather damp piece of grass in a windy spot in Suffolk. It was a multi-denominational service, and I'm not a huge fan of those because it's quite a shock to my traditional bells and smells, high church idea of what church should be, my comfort zone. Well, as I say, I'm a bit of an old-fashioned person. I like, I like my own pew, I don't like to be crowded, and I like to know what's going on and when it's going on, rather than being surrounded by electric guitars, drum kits, and tambourines. So when I arrived, all my fellow attendees at the church laughed and said, oh, you're not going to like this, Rachel, because this is a bit of an exuberant service. Well, actually, I was completely in my comfort zone. I dressed appropriately so I wasn't gonna be cold and I knew exactly what I was going to let myself in for. And with that knowledge, I was there to enjoy myself because whilst my husband was in the army, I used to regularly attend drum head services, and now these kept on windy parade grounds. And they're where the whole regiment come together, lined up in front of the regimental drums with the colours or the guidons laid upon them. And it doesn't matter what your creed is at these services. It's all part and parcel of the military life, where the bigger picture, and that's the important thing, the bigger picture rather than the minutiae of what bits each individual believed or not mattered. So, I was very happy to attend this rather odd and quirky service in the middle of a field because I'd rebranded it as a drumhead service. And that is a concept I'm extremely comfortable and happy with. So, comfort zones are where we perform best. And we all know that. So, if you're having a wobble in your business, identify the problem and then rebrand it. And rebranding is often as easy as changing a name, like I've done there. And if you've changed the name to something you feel comfortable with, then you can do it you don't have a problem because most of us now i know that in our groups there are the occasional entrepreneur who's never worked for anyone else they came out of the egg frankly being an entrepreneur but i'm not one of them most of us have come from col- corporate or we've worked for somebody else's business be it big or small and if you work for someone else you know you get a set of rules and you get told how to do them and we just get on with it because that's what everybody does in fact It's so normal that you often go on training courses to master the bits that are highlighted in your appraisals, the bits that say, you must do better. But if you run your own company, even if you think it's tiny, it still matters. You are in control of absolutely every aspect of it. So that unfortunately means facing our demons, doesn't it? And getting to grips with all those bits someone else took care of when working for someone else. That to me is, I used to have a chap when I worked with the army, who did all my IT. And he was often groveling around under desks and sticking things in walls and pressing buttons. I hadn't a clue what he did, but he used to be able to do anything for me. I have to do that all for myself now. And sometimes that can be a little bit too big for my brain. But I think the whole way of mastering the business mindset is to realize that actually there are two of us, each one of us, that we are two people, the business me and the civilian me. And all the traits and habits that we've had drummed into us due to our background may not do us any favors when working for ourselves in business. And we've got to find what those are and eliminate them or rebrand them so that they work for us. Now, this may amaze, but after I released my episode with James Scott, I had a lot of property people I know text and email telling me that they'd make a great guess. They never mentioned whether they liked the show or not. Didn't even say whether they thought James was great. It was just you need me on your show. And why I mention it is that not one of those messages came from a woman and I mentor a lot of women. So this came up in an accountability session where we were actually talking about raising profiles and how to let potential investors see who you work with and just how successful your property projects are that you've just done. But even though we were talking about it, the women in the Zoom call didn't. Press buttons or send me messages to push themselves forward. Partly, I think, because they're actually very good at doing what they do, and thought that that alone should speak for itself. But partly because most women have been brought up to give way to a louder voice and just go and get on with the stuff and succeed. But no mindset. No, you're in business. You've got to change that. You need to learn to toot your horn or blow your trumpet or whatever other fantastic little phrase you have up your sleeve. You need your business mindset to be re- ruling your responses. And we've got to, as women, get encouraged to throw ourselves in front of the selectors shouting, you know, it me, choose me, because there are so many of us out there. That's the only way we're going to be seen. So if that's you, shift the mindset. If you can think of a really good reason to say no to any of these things that I'm going to mention in a minute, then you've got to change your narrative and work out, what you need to do to get it into a positive. Because why not you on a Facebook Live? Why not you as a guest on a podcast or as a star of an Instagram reel? If it's a bit daunting for you being on your own in the spotlight, well, team up with someone else who'll be happy to support you for a five-minute chat to the world, You know, introducing you, give, feeding you lines, letting you show how brilliant you are. Because mindset, does honestly often affect marketing, which is absolutely crucial. All of us in property need marketing. Oh, yes, you do. Not unless you're totally self-funded. You know, you find every deal yourself and you don't interact with anybody else ever. I would suggest you do need some marketing just so that people even know your business exists. Well, mindset, I think, is very much the armor you put on before pressing that record button and being out there. You know, Mindset is knowing that you might be the worst speller in the world, but you just keep going regardless. Now, I'm going to put my hand up to that because I can't spell for toffee. And, do you know, at the beginning, that really did cause me a problem. But I now know that in order to keep going, I've got to send those emails out time after time after time. And they're not going to be perfect. I can't get them perfect. Now, I know they're not perfect thanks to I've got a pedant in my email list. And I know when I've got something wrong because he always lets me know that I've used the wrong spelling of a word. But I'm, as I say, quite content about it because I'm dyslexic. There's nothing I'm going to be able to do about it. And this didn't happen overnight. I can't see on a spell check if I've picked the wrong spelling of a multi-use word. Um, I used to be worried, but I'm not now. I just let it wash over me. His attitude to my problem is not my worry. I've got stuff to do, and tomorrow I've got another email to send. Besides which, he still hasn't bought his first house, need I say more? So mindset, we're going into summer now at the time of recording, and it may be that the outside sunshine is just calling to you to go out and do a bit of extra gardening or lying around, you know, soaking up the rays. Well, let me remind you that your business plan's got targets to hit throughout the summer, and it's your mindset that will get you back into the desk. Trouble is, it's quite often losing the will to live, isn't it, at this point of the year over a particularly dull task, but you've got to get it done in order to make a long-term difference to yourself. Get that mindset telling you about what's going to happen when you've done it. So I think if this happens to you, spark your interest. Find a way of getting interested in whatever is causing the problem. It really can change the mindset for the better. And we've all got something in our business that frankly would prefer never to do. And in my groups, funnily enough, it tends to be one of two things accounting or anything to do with tech. And I've owned up to the tech, haven't I? It's a very funny thing, but we let our mindset tell us that we just don't understand figures or whatever it is, the crucial part of our business. Well, if you're going to let this rule you, why on earth are you even contemplating working for yourself? So, this may not be your zone of genius i do love that phrase but get interested in it even if it's suddenly no longer a mystery to you because you've unpicked a tiny bit you'll have an inkling and a general understanding of what it is that is needed and if you've got that that little tiny nugget of understanding then you can outsource it and know you can outsource it confidently knowing you'll notice if it's not being done or if it's not being done well you're going to be in control and i think that's vital now I can't do any form of mental arithmetic, part of my dyslexia, but I can understand the figures and spreadsheets that I need to work effectively and profitably. Now, I don't suggest that you all do what I did, but I do remember Elton John taking his accountant to court, oh, this is years ago, I think almost at the turn of the century, and that made a huge impression on me. Now, he lost the case, which centered on who should have paid what in the business um, and that various people were negligent in ways of the way that they had dealt with these business costs. Now, I never fully, as you can understand, understood the ins and outs of it. It just made a huge impression on me. And I realized that once money starts to flow into a business, it can be very difficult to keep it under control, particularly the way that profit seems to slide away, often due to a lack of clear leadership from ourselves or the business owner, CEO, whatever it is you call yourself. So when I left full-time work in order to work completely for myself, I put myself on a full-time bookkeeping course, which you've heard what I said before, is actually my idea of a total nightmare. Now, funnily enough, after the end of the first week, I began to realize that I quite enjoyed it. it even though it was dealing with figures, there were lots to do in the bookkeeping world that actually I completely got my head around and understood and started to to want to go in the next day. The first week had been a bit sort of touch and go, frankly. Now, I will admit, I'm never, ever going to put a good bookkeeper out of a job. But it did mean that I could do my own books until I'd made enough money to outsource this. And I wasn't going to outsource something that I had seen clearly from Elton John could completely undermine everything I was trying to do. And so I made sure I understood what was fundamental to my business before I started to outsource it. Because I'd been told all my life that maths wasn't my forte and to leave it to others who were more gifted in that department. But my mindset is this. It's my business and it's my profit. And I can't outsource activities and payments to other people if I don't know what's going on to my bottom line. And even worse, I can't outsource to somebody if I can't spot if they're doing something that perhaps will close me down financially. It's not unknown for things to go brilliantly at the front of the business and just to be a total disaster at the back. I know that this is my mindset for business because actually in my non-business part of the world, I don't have anything to do with my uh, bank accounts and things. My husband does that because it bores me rigid and he just tells me what's going on. It's not just numbers and accounts that I've got to be in control of. So you've got to know where in your business is causing your block. It might be something completely different. Perhaps networking is your stumbling block. And trust me, that also comes up in my calls. So mindset, keep reminding yourself that this is professional you. And you are perhaps going to have to do things that you wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable with. So let's take networking. If you're not walking into a networking room with your property mindset head on, you might slink into the room and give off all the wrong sort of vibes, mightn't you? So, what I have to remember to do is that I'm in, when I'm going networking, I'm going in as a professional property person. I'm not sliding into the room as a mother of two with a passion for medieval history who somehow stumbled upon a networking group on a wet Wednesday evening. I'm there for a reason and mindset and the reason why you want to be there is the armour we can cloak ourselves with. So for those two hours that you're in that room, you're not thinking about anything about except your business and how you need to network and what you're going to get out of it. And gosh, it really, really does make a difference. So ask yourself What is it in the business that the business needs you to do? Because there's lots of things. And if it needs to be done, then I'm afraid you, as a solo entrepreneur, have got to do it because no one else is going to do it. And no one else is going to spot, if they work for you, that it needs to be done because you're where the buck stops. And I think mindset is catching that's the other great thing about it. It's not something you've got to completely do on your own. And this is such a rare thing, isn't it? Because mindset tends to wither and die if it's left without friends. So that is why property peeps who have a network stuffed full of successful peers all working out of their comfort zone, or perhaps who work with a mentor and they keep professionally accountable and upgrade their mindsets leading to success, find that their mindset changes, and sometimes very quickly, and they get good at what they're doing. And funnily enough, they start making serious amounts of money. Because mindset's not just about doing the same old stuff. It requires you to grow and change and to get better at stuff. You know, the can do and the will do attitude, it really rubs off. Um, I know this because when I'm with my mentor or my accountability group, I'm often quite surprised when I look back at my paperwork at what I agreed to do and then find I've done it and the reason why I haven't noticed that I've done it is because the world didn't fall about my ears in fact my business just got better and kept growing so if you don't have mindset that really pushes you forward it will hold you back so it will grow again if you are mixing with those who are doing more than you. So don't always stay with that lovely group that you perhaps met when you first joined into property because they may have stayed still and you may be wanting to have a you know, a seven-figure portfolio rather than three buildings. It's different. So find those people who are ahead of you and you'll find that their perception of everything becomes your perception. It becomes blindingly clear to you that whatever it is they're doing, that is normal. And if it's normal, then You're going to be doing it too, and you're not going to even blink about it. Your mind will be completely comfortable with it. So if you need help growing your mindset, contact me about joining one of my accountability groups where we actually do more than just talk about what happened last week. Talk about problems and how to solve them and what we need to do in the bigger concept of property. DM me on my Instagram or email at at racheltroughton.com. And don't forget, I spell my name A-E-L just to be difficult. Mindset, absolutely vital. I think it's as important as finance and the bricks and mortar parts of our property business. So work on that. And the other part of your businesses will fall into place. And because you're working on your business as a whole, not concentrating just on those little bits that you really, really enjoy doing, your mindset will get into the right place. And you'll know that it's really changed when all those difficult things become absolutely in your comfort zone. And with that right mindset, well, you can't help but become a wildly successful property solopreneur. Thank you for listening to the Property Solopreneur podcast with Rachel Trouton. If you want to create a professional and profitable property business, download my property business checklist now at racheltroughton.com checklist.